Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Our goal with today's episode is to help you narrow down your target audience and show you how to build a customer avatar. Instead of walking you through steps, we will be using a real-world example to show you this process. This approach is currently being used in a real online marketing campaign that's rendering real results. You'll get to see how selective and specific you want to be when marketing online. The things you'll learn in this episode will dramatically increase your chance of success. In our previous episode, we covered six reasons why digital marketing campaigns can fail. We promised you, our audience, that we would give you solutions on how to solve these problems. We want to give everyone the option to listen to what is relevant to them. Instead of putting all the solutions into one episode and having to scan through what's important to you, we will be breaking them down into topics over several episodes, allowing you to select the ones you want to hear. If you're a first-time listener, we'll get you caught up. If you've listened to us before, this will just be a refresher. In episode one, we discussed the importance of being specific when marketing online. It's not for the reasons you'd think. Here's a snippet from the first episode. The large tech giants like Facebook, Google, and Twitter are monsters with huge revenue appetites. These companies need to bring in a lot of revenue to not only maintain, but grow their stock prices. The way these tech giants do it is by acquiring smaller companies that have lots of users. Example, Facebook bought Instagram, Google bought YouTube. They buy these properties to monetize them. How do they monetize them? With ad revenue. Companies are chomping at the bit and rushing to advertise. The result is available ad inventory is starting to run out and cause inflation, upping the price of what it costs to market to people on social media. Meaning, if it's progressively getting more expensive to show ads to users, our same marketing dollars reach less users. If we're reaching less users, the amount of users we convert into buyers is less, which is increasing our cost to acquire a customer. With our cost to acquiring customers going up, our profit margins decrease. The way we can counter and maintain profit margins is by marketing specifically to the consumer who is most likely to buy. The way we do that is by narrowing down our target audience and marketing to them specifically. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. To ensure that you have a target audience that is specific enough for digital marketing, let's begin by building a customer avatar. For those of you who don't know what a customer avatar is, a customer avatar is a detailed profile of your ideal customer. It doesn't make assumptions or categorize people into groups. The avatar focuses on one person and outlines everything about them. It goes into much greater depth than a regular marketing persona, providing marketers with many more targeting tools. When you start building your customer avatar, start thinking down these lines. How old are they? What is their gender? What is their marital status? What are their likes? interests? Do they have children? What is their profession? If you do this, it begins to paint a picture of who your audience is. At Poppy Digital, we like to have a rendering of what this person would look like in cartoon form. Next to it, we put all the demographic data. Knowing them well is crucial for this process, for it allows you to understand what they care about and what are they interested in. Next, let's run through an example of a customer we did this for. We work with a business that targets parents who have children under the age of 10. That's a start, but it's not even close to being specific enough. Let me provide some context and then we can dive deeper into how we built a customer avatar. 
Our customer has a product that redefines a child's experience of a common tradition. If you're thinking Santa Claus, you're along the right lines. The goal with this product is to create fun memories that stimulate children's imaginations, creating bonding experience between parent and child. Through market testing, our clients shared that mothers of young children were most likely to buy this product. This is the start we need in order to begin the process of narrowing down the target audience. The next question we're going to ask, is she a stay-at-home mother or does she work? Which mother has more time to create bonding experience with their child? Stay-at-home mother or working mother? The obvious answer is a stay-at-home mom. But let's be careful because this is a trap. Yes, stay-at-home mothers have more time to spend with their kids, but generally they put their own creative projects together. Whereas full-time working mothers may not have the time nor the energy to organize these type of activities the way a stay-at-home mother can. This mother could experience mom guilt for not being able to do so. Mom guilt is the feeling of guilt, doubt, anxiousness, or uncertainty experienced by mothers when they worry that they are falling short of expectations as a mother in some way. For many mothers, particularly working or single moms, it can be an intense feeling due to many contributing factors. So now, what's the net result? A single mother who has a child under 10 years old that works full-time in a demanding career. For some of you, this may sound too narrow, and for some of you, this will make sense. The reason we want to get this narrow is it allows us to know exactly who we're speaking to when we're creating a campaign. That way, we know where to spend our advertising dollars. I can hear it now. What about mothers who are married? What about part-time working mothers? What about fathers? Ladies and gentlemen, this is called fear of loss. This fear of loss is very real with businesses and the top reason I see digital marketing campaigns fail. Let me point out something. If we were going to take all parents that have children under the age of 10, how big is that audience? There are 7 million parents that have children under the age of 10 on Facebook. How much would it take to market to all of them? For the sake of this podcast, I'll spare you the details on how to calculate this number, but $365,000. Businesses that have that type of advertising budget are few and far between. Now, if we run the numbers of a single mother who has a child under the age of 10 that works full-time in a demanding career, we get a reasonable advertising budget of $11,000. This amount is much more manageable for a business and will be far more effective in targeting the right audience, which will help establish the customer base. Finding your distinct customer and advertising directly is what's going to bring you the results you're looking for. So now that you have your customer avatar completed, what do you do with this? The next step is you would start advertising to this target audience. The question then becomes, what channel? The short answer is you need to find out what channel your audience spends most of their time on. The long answer is that this requires its own episode for a full explanation. Lucky for you, the topics of our next episode are what channels should you advertise on and what content should you use? Thank you for joining us today on Growth Hacking Podcast here at Poppy Digital. Upcoming episodes will include guest speakers like Ben Amos from Innovate Media, who will be talking about how to build the most optimal marketing funnel, and Camille Samara from Mute6 will be here to discuss how to create videos that drive action. Thank you so much.